Hey folks, welcome to another episode of In Melbourne Last Week. This is a conversation podcast where I speak to everyday people who do extraordinary things. My name is Ivan Pigioni, and I'm a Melbourne-based voiceover artist, actor, and podcaster. I'm also one of the voices behind acclaimed Seinfeld podcast, but I don't want to be a secondary character, so if you want to listen to that show, if you are a Seinfeld fan, be sure to go to the show notes and uh, you'll see links to that. Last week I spoke to someone named Kel Glaister. She is a parkour athlete and instructor, and she currently teaches courses on parkour and other movement-based activities for Melbourne in Motion. They aim to be inclusive for anyone in the community who wants to take part, regardless of their age and gender, so there's plenty of opportunities for anyone who's always wanted to try parkour and free running. In our conversation, we talked about parkour's peaks and troughs in popularity, how an injury inspired Kel to stop being fearful and get into parkour. We also dispel some myths about parkour being dangerous, like some of you might think it is when you see YouTube videos and that sort of thing, and how free running can strengthen your mind and body. There is plenty to it, and I've related to some things especially about using some kind of movement-based activities in your day-to-day work and also in whatever you do, your line of duty or work or whatever it is that you do on a day-to-day basis. I'll leave details about Melbourne in Motion in the show notes. And it was great having Kel in the studio talking about something which I have looked at videos on YouTube about, but I haven't really studied too much of. It was good to get more of a take on parkour and its benefit. Hope you enjoy this one. Kel Glaister from Melbourne Emotion, thank you so much for being with me in my studio today. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks. You had a good day? I have, actually. Uh, it's a rainy day, which is not the least bit surprising uh, for Melbourne residents, obviously. So, had a good uh, training session in the rain today. It was fun. Oh, gee. So, how many people turned up? Uh, there were six of us in total. So, it was a good turnout. A lot of those were coming for the first time, uh, which is really excellent of them to come in a downpour and mm. learn to jump on things in the wet. So <laughs> Yeah, it was a really crappy day in terms of weather, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And yeah. Also, yesterday was a furnace, so nobody slept. Jesus, oh, <laughs> it was so bad, yeah. and it sucked too because because uh, we have a in the bedroom we have a portable air conditioner, yeah. and you know, like I wanted to because the way it works is it's got the tube and you're supposed to stick it out the window. But yeah. for me to do that, the window's got to be open. Got to be open. And yeah. I was like, oh geez, it's going to rain, and it got so <laughs> hot in there. We woke up my my fiance and I woke up at like two in the morning. Yeah. And the poor dog was panting his head off. You know, Aww. dogs can't sweat, so you yeah. know he was sleeping with us like in our room, and then he was just like, oh my god, it's so yeah. hot. So I, we ended up going. In the air conditioning in the lounge room. Yeah. It's just terrible. It's so bad, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, awful. Uh, My dog just turned into a puddle. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a puddle. Poor doggy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Kel, you're here because we're going to talk about a bit about parkour and uh, Melbourne in motion. Tell us a bit about that. So, uh, I did say to you just before we went to air that I, I did notice that parkour kind of had like a, like, because it originated in France, obviously, by yep. the the gentleman. I, f- I forgot his name. Um, uh, David Bell and da- others. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I think yep. a French guy, right? Yeah. Was he French? Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, Parkour, it's kind of had, I think it was like in what, in the late 2000s, early 2010s, it kind of had like a bit of a tick, you know, like yeah. an uptick in popularity. What's the status of parkour right now? Uh, I think it's it's very much a sort of constant upward movement in um, popularity, maybe not at that sort of boom level that was probably... Uh, a coincident with maybe Casino Royale or something like that. But yeah, it is very much gaining in popularity and also in in what people know about it. And that's internationally as well. So parkour in the last couple of years was officially recognised as a sport in the UK due to the efforts of Parkour UK. So so it's both gaining in uh, sort of general acceptance as well as in the resources and and those sort of things that are available to us. Yeah, cool, cool. And uh, with with parkour as well, so I guess for those who've never done backflips 
slipped off walls or, you know, jumped 20 feet off a roof onto, you know, the ground without killing themselves. Uh, what exactly is parkour? As a sort of broad definition, it's a discipline of movement that involves traversing any given terrain using only your body. So in practical terms, that means running, jumping, climbing, rolling, crawling, balancing, vaulting, Mm -hmm. um, moving through urban space from point A to point B with any and all skills you can develop and uh, in any any and all environments that you come across. So it's very much focused on efficient movement and on training for longevity. So one of the main things that we focus on in our training is safety. It does seem when you look at some of the YouTube videos out there that parkour is a dangerous activity but that's really very far from the truth far from the truth yeah i mean there's a lot of safety procedures and stuff and uh, i can imagine you know you don't just leap off roofs onto other roofs straight away you kind of start off small leaping over a small wall or something like that yeah and and it's it's all about i guess adapting to your environment yeah as well yeah just kind of being fluid yeah yeah uh fluid and and mindful of the way that you move through this world so and being accepting of what your body can do on that given day so you do have to adapt to things like heat or rain or changes in weather but also to your own changes in emotional state day to day that can really affect how far you can jump yeah certainly um, yeah so it's it's very much about being adaptable being flexible and in the way that you approach things and also about having the sort of self-knowledge to listen to your fears and your limits for that given day wow so there's quite a lot to consider so it's it's Mm. also an an emotional you have to be in a good emotional state as well yeah i think so and if not in a in a good state certainly in very tuned to your own emotions or listening to what your brain and your body are telling you mm-hmm. because that often can lead to risks if you're not tuned into how you're feeling about something Certainly. or if you're trying to overcome feeling bad about yourself by proving you can do something. So that sort of self-acceptance and self-knowledge is really important for parkour training in my opinion and obviously that's something that translates across into the rest of your life uh so it's a way of developing self-knowledge that you can take into everything else basically yeah you can apply that in your day-to-day life as well. yeah absolutely how did you get involved in parkour i got involved it was a long time ago i had i was moving out of a studio and i had hurt my shoulder quite badly i dislocated my shoulder Mm -hmm. nothing to do with my parkour training completely separate and what happened was i was told that if i did it again i'd have to have surgery Mm -hmm. and that led to a lot of fears about having surgery about what it would do to my ability to live my life and whatnot and eventually what it meant for me was that i became afraid of everything i became afraid of ever uh, injuring myself in that way and so the result of that injury was to limit everything in my life more or less eventually i got sick of that i got tired of being afraid of everything you got sick of playing it safe Exactly. So what I did was I found or I tried a number of physical things to to help me overcome that. And the one that stuck was parkour, um, largely because it is about taking on your fears and analyzing them in a realistic way. And so how did you how did you get inspired to do parkour? I mean, what was it? Did you watch a video or did you just go and Google something um, like an activities or how did you go about that? Yeah, I think uh, my first one was I just sort of stumbled across a introduction to parkour for women. So and I run a lot of things like that now but um yeah for me it was an important step to have a space that was filled with people that look like me and made it much easier for me to take that first step so um that was how i i started and and that's really influenced the way that i approach instructing parkour so i do try and make those spaces for people and always make spaces that ease that first step in Mm because 
I know that going to your first parkour class or your first parkour jam can be terrifying. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially with what you see, you think, like I was mentioning before, <laughs> yeah. you know, people leaping from roof to roof. That's the obviously the professional, you know, 0.01% of parkour yeah, performers. Yeah. But yeah, no, seeing all that kind of stuff, I can imagine would be quite intimidating. But I guess yeah. you, you've got that exclusive environment and you kind of ease them in. Absolutely. Um, and a lot of what we do, particularly when it comes to our sort of social media and, and whatnot, is building the representation of parkour to be... Uh, you know, moving away from that idea of roof jumping and making sure that more people of all genders, of all ages are represented so that more people can see themselves joining. Yeah. What's the yeah. current female representation in parkour? I mean, is it a large percentage or is it mostly male dominated? Um, yeah. If you're talking uh, sort of gross numbers across the world, it is still male dominated, but the inclusion rate women across the world are improved. Melbourne's really fantastic. We also have a community called Women of Melbourne Parkour or WOMP. Oh, WOMP. Um, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the sound you make when you land on the ground. Yeah, so we've got a really strong women's community that's we train every Tuesday evening. Um, so that's really fantastic resource for women and non-binary people in Melbourne. Yeah, sure. So you make a really inclusive environment for everyone yeah. involved. And that leads me on to a Melbourne in Motion. So you're currently running that at the moment. So that is a, an all-inclusive parkour group. Yeah, yeah. Um, we run coaching workshops, classes for people to learn parkour as well as other forms of movement. And basically our founding principle was to be as inclusive as possible to make room for diverse experiences and, yeah, to make it obvious that this is a space for everyone and that parkour is for everybody. Yeah, good, yeah. good. And, and how's the turnout been for Melbourne in Motion? Good, good. It's yeah. really been picking up, especially since uh, New Year's. So we're getting more and more people all the time and we've been lucky enough to be able to start just recently our parkour mature classes which are oh okay um, yeah mature so how mature are we talking like 80 90 uh yeah well they were, <laughs> they were started by because arlene an 82 year old woman oh. got in contact and asked if we had any classes that were for her 82 so, yeah she's fantastic wow she's wonderful. sounds fantastic at 82 i'd probably be sitting watching the cricket at 82 <laughs> you know I, <laughs> I wouldn't be doing parkour yeah she's wonderful so she's jumped in she's learned a lot in just a couple of months yeah. and growing that from now so we basically haven't set numbers on that but parkour mature is something for anyone who would feel more comfortable in a space that's specifically for the needs of older people mm -hmm, whether good. that's you know, 40s 50s 60s whatever so what yeah. kind of things for Aileen uh, Aileen or Aileen? Aileen. Aileen yeah for Aileen so what kind of modifications would you make to her schedule yeah it's not that much different from any other parkour class in its content we do it is a shorter class so our, uh, Wednesday parkour mature class goes for 60 minutes and that involves same as any other class there's a warm-up and there's focus on a couple of techniques particularly when it comes to older people that balance single leg balance as well as skills for just getting up and down from sitting on the ground or whatnot as well as and, and this is the great thing about parkour that every one of our skills can be broken down into a level for anybody so so the step vault that Arlene does, well, step vault is one of our um, fundamental techniques, but mm. the, the one that Arlene does, it maybe doesn't look the same as... What Something a 20-year-old would do. Yeah. Would do. yeah, It's slower and it's at less intensity, but it's very much the same series of movements. And it's very much a useful movement, especially for... Everyone needs to know how to move their body around. Of course, yeah, because, yeah. you, know, you know, you got one body and you got to look after it. And uh, it's good to understand it. I, I guess with parkour, you do learn a lot more about yourself physically and even, like you mentioned previously, mentally yeah. as well. So there's a lot of benefits to doing parkour. I mean, for myself, with my condition, unfortunately, a bit hard for me to do parkour. <laughs> 
Um, it's a bit hard, as you've probably heard from my previous podcast. Yeah. But I guess for someone who's, you know, fit, athletic, or even just someone who wants to do something different, or even someone yeah. who was stuck in a rut like yourself, they've got yeah. an, an avenue that they can explore. Absolutely. And also, all of parkour training is about progressing at your own level. So finding what your limits are, be that in strength or facing your fears or in learning a new skill, and then expanding that comfort zone at the pace that you are comfortable with, more or less. So there's no minimum requirement requirements for any of our training and it can all be very much adapted to what your circumstances are be that with physical disabilities or if you're aging or if you haven't done any sport for a while Mm. you're feeling a bit rusty you will never be pressured into doing anything that is scary or seems hard and if you want to step away that's absolutely fine but it is a space and a community where you can find the limits of your abilities and then very slowly expand them so expand them yeah and uh, as well as classes you also do workshops and i think you do parties as well it was a party yeah, that so, I read on the website yeah, yeah I mean kids love that so you go okay. to, a, to a kids party and teach a group of kids a few things nice um, I would love to do adults birthday parties as well but I think yeah, yeah totally yeah um, and also stuff like team building and activities with a group it can be even if you don't intend to pursue parkour, doing it with a group of people that you know well mm-hmm. can be something that opens up a new experience and fun to do. If yeah. I was a completely, you know, active man and, you know, I really wanted to get into parkour mm-hmm. and it was my first time I came to Melbourne in Motion or I came to do a class with you, yep. what would be the first night of practice? Like, what would you get me to do? Yeah, so um, we always start with warm-ups just as with any other physical discipline. So that will involve preparing the body through joint rotations as well as uh, something that gets you a bit sweaty gets the blood pumping and it will usually involve our techniques so it might just be running around over something and then once we're warmed up we'll learn a few techniques so we have things that we'll teach you how to do like vaults we have a number of families of vaults mm-hmm. called step vault speed vault burn vault gate vault yeah and i think um, they basically are what the word is as, as you can imagine step yeah. vault you vault off yeah, yeah. i can kind of picture what they might yeah. be yeah, yeah, yeah um absolutely um and we'll teach you some of those or we might work on climbing for that day so how you would get on top climb on top of a wall if you needed to yeah or work on putting all those things together in a route that's sufficient so there'll be time spent on learning techniques we do teach these things in a particular way because we found them to be either more efficient or more safe Mm -hmm. so we can give you that knowledge that people have often learned the hard way and we can give you a little shortcut there just with stuff like which way should your hand be facing or ways to minimize impact in the body and so i guess where i'm going with that is parkour Mm. is not something that can be done right or wrong and we don't like to talk about things being good or bad right or wrong yeah but we can give you clues as to what is more efficient and what is more safe Mm -hmm. and then there'll be a strength and conditioning component in a class so it's really important for parkour and for life to try and build up Muscle strength, muscular endurance, cardiovascular endurance, it makes what we do easier, but it also means that you're less susceptible to injury. And if you do slip or fall, the injury may be minimized because you've got effectively carrying around a suit of armor muscle <laughs> that's keeping you nice and protected. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have a cool down or a stretch down again to minimize risk of injury and also the muscle soreness that sometimes comes the day after. Just like a gym session or anything else. Yeah. <laughs> the cool yeah. down is probably one of the most important aspects Absolutely. of a workout, isn't it? Absolutely. What's your favorite uh, technique to do? What do you like doing? Climbing walls, vaulting? What's your um, thing? I do love vaulting and mm-hmm. I love putting vaults together in a route or a flow motion. Um, parkour is often, it is very much about 
efficiency of movement, so about going in a straight line. But you can also play around with that. You can play with getting over under and around the same rail. Not very efficient, but it does <laughs> have a, elements of physical problem solving, yeah. as well as it puts you quite literally into a flow state. So you can very much turn off or learn to turn off the internal criticism and mm. just feel feel the way your body's moving in space. And just go with it. Because yeah, yeah. everyone has that inner critic, don't they, where yeah. they can say, no matter how much you try, you're like, no, you can't leak that or you can't fault that or yeah. anything. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy, crazy. Mm. Anyway, so melbinmotion.com, I think that's yep. the, the website we can find, Melbourne in Motion. What, are, what workshops are coming up? We don't have any workshops coming up at the moment. We do have in the pipeline... Sorry, we don't have any dates for, for oh, workshops. Okay, because um, I was going to put the website in the show notes and that's yeah. going to have everything in there so and the listeners right. can uh, <laughs> check out what you do. Yeah, yeah, excellent. That'd be wonderful. Um, Yeah, we do have as yet undated, uh, well, there'll be fluidity methods with John Baker, who is a remarkable mover and knows very, very well how to plug movements together in a really fluid way. And also looking at developing a workshop focused on falling. So ah, okay. on, yep. on ways to manage falls, to build up instincts to to fall well and to know what to do to protect your body when it when you do come to fall. I've always been curious about that because mm. you know you watch these videos of like parkour pros and mm. they leap you know ten feet from the roof or whatever or yeah. you know whatever platform and they land mm. and they and they don't seem to hurt themselves and they fall like they mm. seem to do like a kind of roll. How does that work? I've always been curious. Cause... Yeah, um, there's been some good some really exciting scientific research done on that on getting parkour athletes to land on force plates basically and and they've you know managed to track the fact that we can land with up to 20 times less impact than um, mm. other a- athletes. So, Crazy. Yeah. So we do teach ways to use your muscles to absorb impact rather than it going through the bones and joints, which <laughs> is really important. Because you'd end up with a couple of broken legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, it wouldn't, wouldn't be too well for you. Yeah. It wouldn't, wouldn't go too well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but also we do have a break roll technique that involves very lightly tapping the ground and then going immediately into a roll. Uh-huh. And effectively what that does is distribute the impact of the fall across time and across the whole body so you you only get a very small amount of the impacts or any point in your body so that is a, a very effective way to absorb impact but that's we and we do teach that that role but mm-hmm. in terms of it being useful you still want to be very confident in how it's used but also build up the muscle and bone density in your legs so Good. we recommend avoiding those kind of height drops until you're very <laughs> you know a fair way down your trip. yeah i think so yeah, yeah that's putting the cart before the horse yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and uh, i guess lastly for those who are pretty keen who are listening to this who are like yep. oh you know you know i want to do something new or you know parkour i've always watched it but i've always been a bit scared what do you tell people who are pretty keen to maybe give it a go either yourself or maybe trying their own thing yeah absolutely so we do recommend coming along to classes and we run parkour for beginners classes as well so we've got a course coming up very soon so we do always recommend coming along to classes just so you can get a little bit of that knowledge and and some of those shortcuts to your training but if you are not in a position to come to classes or you you know live too far away or whatnot things to remember is to always it's always safety first and we always think about longevity you do want to be training for the rest of your life mm-hmm, sure so um, make sure that you're building up your muscles uh, but building them up responsibly and slowly so don't dive straight in yeah. you will get overtraining injuries so do you recommend gym work or something of that sort yeah anything that improves your cardiovascular fitness or your uh, muscular strength mm-hmm. also i'd recommend stuff like uh walking around barefoot that's, okay. That's really excellent for building up the muscles in your feet and your lower legs. Mm-hmm. Do it slowly. Introduce it, you know, only 
10 minutes at a time and build up from there because mm-hmm. you don't want to overdo it. Yeah. But that's a really excellent way to build up some strength and just continue adding a little bit of movement in your day. One thing I like to do is if you're waiting for the bus stop, you mm. can try and play on the park bench or you can balance on the curbs. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. something to do. You know, yeah. People might look at you and be like, oh, what are you doing? But you know, Yeah, you, that's, a big, that's a big part of parkour training is yeah. people looking at you funny. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like him, you can just vault away and you know, <laughs> run away. Absolutely. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. But, but yeah, a really big part of parkour training is just playing, which is something that we're socialized out of as, as adults. Oh, yeah, so, definitely. Um, yep. Learning to to reconnect with that urge to play and feeling your right to play in this world is a really big part of it. And anything you do to just add more movement to your life is is uh, is fantastic. Yeah, and it helps with the longevity, like you said. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Excellent, Kel Glaser. Thank you so much for being with me, and I uh, hope everything goes well with Melbourne in Motion. And uh, you are doing a wonderful thing. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. 